What up, everybody? What's poppin'? It's your boy Joe. You're listening to the Book of Joe podcast, of season two. Ooh, yeah. Come on, come on. I see no changes. Wake up in the morning and I ask myself, it's life worth living? Should I blast myself? I'm tired of being poor and even worse, I'm black. My stomach hurts, so I'm looking for a purse to snatch. Back in full effect with it, you feel me? One of those days today. Today was one of them goddamn days, man. Um, shit. Long day at work. It's a Tuesday, February 3rd. It was a long day today. And this won't be a long show. I think this is more so one of them episodes where I just come on, speak my piece, vent. You know what I mean? Kind of like a personal journal type shit. I think that today I realized a lot about individuals around me, um, what people deal with, how people deal with stuff, um, being in the military as well, you feel me? Um, it was very, 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 I don't know how to really put it. It was very much an eye-opener, you could say, right? One thing I do realize that I do say a lot is you feel me. And we're going to really try to stop saying that. We're going to try to stop saying that as often. Probably replace it with something else. Like, you get what I'm saying. Pretty much damn near the same thing, but you catch one. So, you know, it was it's, it's crazy because I'm here to talk my truth. I'm here on this show to talk my truth, to spill my beans, to spill, not gossip, but really spill the beans about my life and what I've been through and shit. And I find that through a lot of what I'm doing with my platform, it helps me to become more open, more accessible. Um, It helps me to become, I guess, for me, a better person. And it helps me to kind of deal with the depression that I dealt with in the past. So it's not reoccurring. Um, It helps me deal with anxiety I dealt with in the past. Stuff of that nature. Um, And abandonment issues, right? And that's a real thing. No cap, that's definitely a real thing. Because a lot of young men out here, like myself included, black men, we go through a lot of that. Feeling like you abandoned, you don't got no one to talk to. You feel like you're doing shit by yourself. You feel like no one can understand where you're coming from. And then you get to your breaking point. And by the time you're at your breaking point, you're not looking for help because you feel like everybody done turned their back on you. Niggas done laughed in your face. You get what I'm saying? Like... It, it becomes it becomes overbearing and a bit much, um, and anxiety can come from every factor of fucking life, man. You know, for me, being in the military, I've been in for a little, a little bit now. You know, and uh, it's it's really opened my eyes to to the politics behind the military. You know what I'm saying? They ask me what's the stupidest thing you ever did for money. I say the military, <laughs> and it's not stupid. Per se, but I think when I deal with a lot of bullshit in the military, it's not dealing with work-related stuff. It's dealing with people's personal bullshit. And for me, personally, I'm not really into that. Like, I'm not really into dealing with people's personal shit. I'm not. I don't really care to deal with it. I don't really care about any of it. I mean, for me, the way I saw it, I was always raised like, you know, you're going to have to check that stuff at work, at, at the door at work because... 
No one's going to really want to deal with that stuff, personally. They're really not. And with that being said, I think that as the ages and the generations get, you know, they, they pass and they pass, the younger generations, some of these young men and young women never really had jobs. So they coming straight into the military as if this is their first job. So they don't know discipline. They don't know time. They don't know time management, structure, anything or any of the above. And it's placed on supervisors like myself to really handle it and deal with it, you know. Um, and it becomes overbearing and frustrating because you got paperwork to do, right? You got, you know what I mean, um, you got paperwork to do. You have performance reports to do. You have a section to run for those that are, you know what I mean, supervisors over sections. You got sections to run. You got shops to run. You got four or five troops that you have that you're in charge of. And when I say, when I say in charge, I'm not talking about, you know, you just watching over them at work. I mean, like, you in charge of writing their paperwork, doing their performance reports, making sure they cross all their T's and dot all their I's. And it can get overbearing because sometimes you think to yourself, who the fuck looking out for me, right? That's a fact. That's even in the in the civilian world. You know, you think to yourself, who the fuck looking out for me? Um, a lot of people won't fuck with what I talk about in the show. That's the reality of it. But I don't really cater to you guys. I'm not going to cap. I really don't cater to you guys. And you guys are not going to stop my grind. Because um, I've received negative reviews. I've received great reviews. I'm not even going to hold you up. Like, I definitely have. But that shit don't make me stop at all. That shit actually makes me go that much harder. I'm not trying to please you guys. I'm not trying to do any of that. Because at the end of the day, this is therapy for myself. You know? Um, and while I'm getting healed, I know there's somebody out there that's listening that can relate. And that's the biggest thing for me. If you could relate, I fuck with it. That's it. You know, I feel like this is me being 100% real, 100% genuine, and 100% raw, period. And if you can get with that and you can fuck with it, I appreciate you. If you can't, I still appreciate you. It is what it is. So I kind of wanted to talk about a little bit about anxiety. You know what I mean? What causes anxiety on this show? Shit of that nature. Because a lot of us, um, men and women specifically, Black men in the military deal with this anxiety shit. And sometimes we get waved off like it's, it's whatever, you know. Oh, yeah, you just dealing with a lot of stress at work. You just dealing with X, Y, and Z. No, nigga, I'm dealing with fucked up people. <laughs> I'm dead ass. I'm dealing with fucked up people who can't accept responsibility, who can't accept accountability or take accountability for their actions. I'm dealing with all shit like that, man, for real, for real. You know, um, and then it's on you to be the best person that you could possibly be. But we're going to get to that. So, a lot of, you know what I mean, um, issues with anxiety and stuff come from people's different experiences of their backgrounds, right? So, everybody's anxiety disorder is very different. Nobody's going to have the same symptoms and stuff of that nature. And the feelings like fear and danger can be ongoing and they can interrupt your daily routine all the time until the threat is gone or the fear is super gone. And that's never going to be gone. You know, especially if you suffer from extreme anxiety from the time that you open your eyes to the time you sleep. That shit is ongoing and it's going and it's going. You get what I'm saying? So, I think for me, having a community where there's other people that go through the same shit like you go through. So, there's other guys that are going through anxiety or have gone through anxiety. If you're able to talk about it with these cats, that shit makes it so much easier. One, you just gained a friend. Two, you have someone you could talk to. And three, you deadass not alone. So... With all that being known, um, y'all ever heard of, like, fight or flight? So, if you have, 
fight or flight, you know what it is. If you haven't, I'm going to explain quickly, briefly what it is. So it's pretty much like, it's what it talks about. Either you're going to take flight and peace the fuck out in situations, or you're going to stick around and fight it through, period. You know what I mean? So it's crazy because there's a deeper... There's a deeper backstory to like anxiety and shit of that nature, right? So like your brain, it pretty much responds or gives like a threat of danger and it releases stress hormones like adrenaline pretty much and cortisone. So like even if the danger is not real or it's not there, they still continue to produce hormones, you know, causing the physical symptoms of anxiety, pardon me, of anxiety. And once the threat has kind of stopped or has come to a subline, then your body gonna return to normal. For some people, even though it's come to, to, to back to the norm or the threat is gone, the shit still be flaring up for them. So it's very, very different. So what I've seen is um, with some people that go through mental health, um, that go through mental symptoms of anxiety, I'm sorry. People that go through mental symptoms of anxiety, right? I've been through it myself, so I'm very open to talking about some of these things. And I feel like I'm helping somebody out there. So um, continue to listen. And if you've been listening this far, I appreciate you. Um, racing thoughts, right? So your thoughts are always racing. Your shit is always going. Your mind is never at ease. You always thinking about some shit. Always. I've been there, even at work. Like, I'll tell you a perfect example just now, right? Uncontrollable overthinking. <sighs> thinking like a motherfucker, pretty much like. You think about every single thing, right? Like, you got to test. Test anxiety is real, so you got to test, right? And you know you studied, you know you did everything, but you see one question and you know the answer, but you overthinking that shit now. You super overthinking it. You know the answer, you know what you got to do, but you overthinking that shit. So, stuff like that, right? Difficulties concentrating. Um, for me, sometimes I sit behind the computer damn near half the day um, having to do admin paperwork stuff of that nature right and it's like i can't focus sometimes because my mind going back to the first thing is racing and my thoughts is everywhere there's feelings of dread panic or imp imp impending doom so like you just feel like something always about to happen you just always feel like there's some terrible shit looming around the corner somebody about to just drop a drop a huge shit in your desk and that's the end of that, you know? So you always feel like something is about to happen. So you're always in panic mode, right? Feeling irritable. So I'm always irritated at work. I'm not going to sit here and cap to y'all. I know I'm wrong for saying this shit. I might not be wrong because I'm being real. And when I'm real, I'm never wrong. I don't give a fuck. So I feel like I'm always irritated because, like, from the moment I pull up to work, right, I'm in my car. First of all, you got to wake up early. So you ain't trying to wake up early. That's, that's just that, right? You ain't trying to wake up early. You get up early. For me, I wake up at, shit, what time is that? Like 5.45, 6 o'clock in the morning, right? I'm two hours behind niggas in New York. So and when it's 8 o'clock in New York, it's 6 o'clock out here. So I wake up 5.45, right? Hop in the shower, make me a cup of joe, whatever the case is, and start my calm before you know that I'm on my way, right? I got to be work at 7 o'clock, so that gives me an hour and 15 minutes to get dressed. Or get ready, take a shower, get dressed, get your, get your coffee, get your tea, whatever. Try to get some breakfast in your system and go. The shit that sucks about that, I'm not going to cap, is everybody in South Dakota fucking drives slow. Everybody. Like, I just feel like because I'm from New York, 
even when I'm not in a rush, I'm in a rush. Like, I, I got shit to do. So either you get the fuck out the way or you get the fuck out the way. It's, it's That's the option. You feel me? That's that, That's the option. So um, it, it can become very stressful, right? So you're already irritated on the wake up. You feel me? You're already irritated. Damn, I started going back to saying, you feel me? We got to break that shit. So you're already irritated on the wake up. You get into your car. It's cold outside because it's dumb cold over here. Like on average out here around this time, it's like between 10 and 25 degrees. So anything over there, you lucky. So, okay, you get into your car. It's brick thick. It's cold as fuck. You know, you got to start that bitch up. Then you got to drive to work. Luckily, I live like 7 to 10 minutes away from work on a good day. So, no, actually, yeah, on a good day. So, it's not even it's not even that bad. But once again, yeah, 10 minutes now turn into 20 minutes because everybody drives slow. So, I get to the gate. I get checked in. I get on base. Now, you can only drive at damn near 5 to 10 miles per hour on base. I don't know why that's the rules. That's just the fucking rules. So, you drive on base, mad fucking slow. You know, um, I don't give a fuck. I be blasting my music, even on the wake up. Don't give a shit. I got to wake myself up to get prepared to deal with these fuckboys. So, I get to work, you know, whatever the case is. I'm in the parking lot trying to mentally prep myself. Keep in mind, I'm going to get back to why I'm talking about this, but I'm mentally trying to prep myself for the day ahead of me. Because you can deadass feel like you're about to have a good day in your car, and then as soon as you step foot in the office, you got problems flying at you from shit that you might not even fucking know about. Deadass. You know how that feels? To have to answer for shit you you dead don't even know about? Like, hey, what the fuck? Bro, it's like 7.05 in the morning. What are y'all doing? Feel me? So, yeah, I'm not... No, oh man. So with that being said, I'm already fear irritable. That's what the point I was trying to make. I'm irritated as fuck, right? I'm heightened. You talk about heightened alertness, right? So you always on alert. Always. Always. You always feel like once again, like there's some shit getting ready to happen. So it's weird because all this shit ties into one another. Like it's close to somewhat close to the same thing, because high alertness, feeling irritated, you know. Feeling like somebody about to take a load of shit in your desk. Difficulties concentrating. Shit like that. Problems with sleep was very, very real for me last year. So I could not sleep. I used to have real stressful dreams. Fucked up dreams. Dreams about things in my past. Feeling like I'm reliving them. All types of different shit, man. That shit was really weird. Very, very weird. And um, at a point, I just couldn't sleep. So I started taking um, melatonin. I started taking melatonin so much to the point where I felt like I depended on it. And I want to say early this year is when I really, not this year, I'm sorry, early last year, or middle of last year is when I really kind of eased myself off of the, the tonings and shit because I felt like I don't want my body to be dependent on them so so much so that when I, if I don't have them around, I can't sleep whatsoever. I didn't want that. Um, we talk about changes in appetite. Definitely fucked my appetite up. Anybody that know me know I love to fucking eat so much so that I ended up getting the Gucci Man complex. I'm not talking about that Gucci Man now. I'm talking about the old Gucci. 1017 Gucci. You feel me? Pause. I definitely ended up getting the little Gucci Man gut. After after countless times of eating and shit. But we about to get that shit right. We definitely gonna get it right. Hit the gym. Get the workout plan. Shit is gonna be valid. So... I had changes in appetite. Sometimes I eat a lot. Sometimes I wouldn't want to eat at all, which would fuck with my sleep. Um, we 
Next, we talk about wanting to escape from the situation you're in. You feel me? That right there is very, very real. Because anybody that's in a fucked up situation, you're just looking for a way out. Sometimes, unfortunately, the way out ends up, for some people, it ends up very dark. And some people think about suicide. Some people think about harming themselves, harming others, whatever the case is. You know, they're just trying to find a way out of the situation, period. Granted, my situations have never, I don't want to say never got there because at a point in the past, I've dealt with that. I'm not going to hold y'all up. I'll tell you, I'm going to talk about some deep shit. And some of y'all might fuck with it and some of y'all might not. And if y'all don't fuck with it, this might be the moment where you want to hit stop. This might be the moment. So if you're going to keep on going, I got your consent to keep going, I'm going to fuck it up. So I've been there. I've dealt with suicide. I've dealt with anxiety. I've dealt with um, pills and and weed. You know, I dealt with drinking, all of that. Like, I definitely dealt with it. But it was just a, a cure for the time being. Because once you come off that euphoric high, you still got all these problems in front of you. You get what I'm saying? You still got bills that's not paid. You still got people on your back. You still got unhappiness. You still got stress. You still got sleeping problems. All types of different shit you still got is still here. You just turned it off for a few hours. But then you got to turn it back on and pick that shit up. So it, it, it definitely sucks. And, and lastly, they talk about dissociation. like, And they say if you dissociate, you might feel like you're not connected to your own body. Or things, are you just watching things happening around you without feeling it? I could relate to that a thousand percent. Because how many times I get to work, and sometimes my girl, you know what I mean? Shout out to Chrissy. What up, baby girl? Sometimes she might get to work, or I might get to work, and she like, or either of us might be like, yo, I feel like I'm so disconnected from my body right now. Like, or you just at work and you're not really at work because your mind is elsewhere. That's that's disassociation. That's when you disconnected from everything going around you. You know, um, some of the physical symptoms of anxiety, this is where shit get different. Sweaty. When you start sweating crazy and profusely, you sweating through clothes, you sweating through t-shirts, your underarms is humming, you know, you got that little, you got that little, for the women, y'all got that little stain right between the boobies. Yeah, that, yeah, that shit rough. That's a fact. That shit is very rough. So... I'm, I'm, I'm not fucking with it, but if you got the sweating, some people got sweating issues, but it's a whole other conversation for another day. Um, heavy breathing, fast breathing, you are uh, <laughs> shit, like you doing the most and whatnot, like, bro, slow down, brother, because what happens when you heavy breathing and you breathing fast, you start hyperventilating and shit like that, and then your, and then your joints start freezing up on you, I've been there, that's the surgery I had in 2012, May 8th, 2012, I'll never forget the day, we'll talk about that in depth too. Um, a few episodes down the line, we we'll talk about exactly what happened that day, how I got reconstructive sur- reconstructive plastic surgery on my face. Um, I don't have full feeling on the, on the on the right side of my face, so we'll get into all of that though. Um, when you have hot flashes or when you start blushing, niggas like me don't blush. Okay, um, I'm dark skin. If I ever if you ever catch me blushing, I shall turn purple. That's that's not a thing. We don't blush, all right? We might get a little heat flashes, but we don't blush. When you get that dry mouth, it's either two things. You know you anxious and you have anxiety, or you dead-ass dehydrated. And if that's the case, get some water. You got to drink water. I'm Personally, I'm not a fan of always drinking water. 
Cause niggas know I love juice. I love a good up juice. But you gotta get with the water. It's a must. You know, which will honestly help with hydrating you during these things. Shaking. So like if you got chills and shit like that. But it's more so like your nerves. So you start shaking and whatnot. You uncontrollably shaking. Um no lie, one of my troops was in the office the other day, and he was getting hemmed up for some shit that he did. He ought not do, but he was getting hemmed up for that shit. And um, he's sitting there, and he getting his rights read to him, and little buddy's hands is shaking, like shaking. Well, what my boy said, shake it. Hold on, just I said, just shake it. I was like, nah, that's not the vibe, my boy. Chill out. So. <laughs> Definitely shaking is one of them hair loss. For a lot of us men that got receding hairlines. Um, for a lot of us that got that little middle patch, that little island shit. It could come from anxiety, for sure. Fast heart beating, you know. Extreme tiredness or lack of energy. You don't got no energy in the morning to do nothing. Except for get up, wash your balls, take a shower, brush your teeth and get out the door. Um, dizziness and fainting. I, I've been dizzy before for sure, but I don't think I ever fainted. I ain't gonna hold y'all. I can't really remember if I did, but I don't think I did. And stomach aches and skin, and sickness. Stomach aches is a that's a plus because it really be fucking up your stomach, man. Like whatever eats that you had, whatever you drank. If you drank apple juice in the morning, that shit coming out. That's a fact. That shit coming out. If you had you know bacon egg and cheese. That shit is not staying down. Because you you just anxious. Your body start reacting to all these feelings that you're feeling. And you do know if anxiety is left unchecked, that shit could definitely lead to, to depression. And we in the season for seasonal depression. And that's a very real thing. Very, 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 very real thing. Because seasonal depression, um, I think that a lot of people start dealing with it during the winter time. Is when it get dark outside. You know, time change. Whatever the case, it go back or it go forward. Whatever the case is, it go, it change pretty much. Um, and it get dark outside. It starts snowing. It's cold. You know, you don't have somebody per se. You're not in a relationship. You don't have that person you could talk to or whatever. Or you just don't have somebody you could trust or you feel like you can trust. Um, don't trust me because I'm I'm not that person for you. But I want you to find someone that you could trust. You feel me? <laughs> find someone you could trust because. Yeah, I, I I can't be that person for you. That's just, I'm sorry, but I got friends that could be personally maybe, but just not me. Whatever the case is, seasonal depression is a real thing. So um, I kind of want a lot of people to to take that shit seriously. But I mean, this was really this was really what my show was about. You know, I really wanted to get on here and just talk about why I feel like anxiety is a real thing. Why I feel like I deal with anxiety some days at work because of what I said before is um, everybody comes from a different background, especially in the military. Everyone comes from a different background. We're all raised differently. We're not raised the same. We all have different morals, beliefs, ethics, all that. And with that being said, a lot of us, unfortunately, common sense is not so common. It's really dead ass not so common. And I'm unapologetically real. That's just how I look at myself, unapologetically real, because the same way I talk in this show is how I talk to my people. I don't talk to troops or my airmen or whatever the case is, like they, like they kids. 
Because they not. You 18 or older. You were able to join the military. I'm going to talk to you like you dead ass an adult. And I'm going to give you responsibility like you, responsibility like you're adult. And if you can't handle those responsibilities, I'm going discipline to like, discipline you like you're an adult. Period. You feel me? So, um, I know a lot of people that have been in the military for a minute can fuck with it and can relate to what I'm saying because you feel like you have another child if you already have a child. You feel like you have another child. You feel like you have more responsibility. And it should get easier because you kind of look at it like, damn, like, this person knows what they need to do. But the reality is that a lot of them deadass don't know what they need to do because this is deadass their first job. So they might be looking at this shit like it's a nine to five. And unfortunately, it's not a nine to five because once you wear the uniform, you locked in until that contract is up, sweetheart. That's a fact. So it's like, I don't, I don't, I'm not upset with the decisions that I made as far as joining the military. Um, I'm upset with some of the stuff that has happened in the military and during my career that has honestly fucked me up and put me in South Dakota. I'm not gonna hold you up. Um, and I, that, that could be carelessness on my end, that could be carelessness on other people's end. Um, and one thing you find is that a lot of people in the military don't fight hard for you unless it benefits them. Honestly, people don't just, people are not just good people no more just for the fuck of being a good person. It gotta benefit them some way, somehow. And that shit is really whack and it's played out. I'm just gonna say that it's whack and it's played out. Um, Never have I really been around so much toxicity in the military, like for real. Um, I was in Japan, that shit was toxic, toxic as fuck. Like, toxic as fuck. You know what I mean? Um, there were people over there that I considered to be friends. Them niggas was doing some different shit. Niggas was very much like that. Niggas was moving very, very different. And I personally feel like the military saved a lot of people from getting body. I'm not going to hold y'all up. I'm a, I'm a dead ass going to say that. Because a lot of people feel like they can hide behind the uniform. They can say what they want to say. Act all tough. Do what they want to do. Um, and you're just supposed to respect them because they wear a stripe. They wear a rank. They wear, um, uh, you know, stripes, bars, clusters, whatever. You know, um, whatever insignia they wear. You feel like you got, they feel like you got to respect them. No, motherfucker, I don't got to respect you. I respect your rank. I don't respect you as a person. Because it's like when people say, I respect your position. I just don't respect you as a person. Because you could tell in the military, the motherfuckers that was really getting bullied as kids. Deadass. You could tell the motherfuckers that was getting bullied as kids. Because they come on later down the line, and they so fucking trash. So, so fucking trash. And I'm not down in the military at all, because... I mean, my father served. I have uncles that have served, you know what I mean? Aunts that served, friends and family that served, period. So I appreciate the men and women that have come before me absolutely. And those that have given the ultimate price and paid their, paid with their lives. Like, I get it. I really genuinely and truly get it. But for every amazing story and good truth there is and good airmen, there's about seven bad ones. And I'm here to talk about the bad ones today. We could talk about the good ones on another day. But there's a lot of bad, man, and, and it gets very frustrating, and you get flustered because sometimes you don't even got time for yourself, dog. That's the most important fucking thing. Make time for yourself. You know what I'm saying? So, for me, I'm taking a personal day soon enough, you know, um, so I can kind of just calm down. My bad. I think that's my P5 in the back, but I'm taking a day for me to just disassociate myself from everybody and everything, turn my phone off, do some yoga, do some meditation. Shout out to, to Sani. She has her meditation in the podcast. Um, I will drop it. I will drop it. I'll put it in my in the bio of the show. 
So you guys can go and listen to it. It's super dope. She does breathing exercises. She does meditations. Um, and she's black. So perfect, man. You know what I mean? Support black women's businesses and podcasts and, and their endeavors. Because we as minorities need it. Period. So, yeah, I think I need to take a day of self-care. And, and not worry about nothing else other than that. You know, um... Like I said, the military has given me a lot to be grateful for and thankful for. I met some dope-ass people in here for sure. Some real-ass niggas. Like, no cap. Some real-ass niggas. But for every real nigga I met, I met three ass niggas. Complete niggas. Three ass niggas. And for every nigga I met. So do the math. I don't really know how many niggas I met. But it's been a few. Um, And then I got out here to South Dickhead and... Every day I wake up, it's like, damn, bro, like, no funny shit. That should really be depressing. And sometimes my shows are that's going to overlap each other because you might hear me say this in one show and then you'll hear it in another. But this show, this, this this show is really for me to vent and sometimes just get my thoughts out. And with that being said, South Dakota is really ass. Like, don't waste your time coming out here. If you're from here, I'm sorry. If you're not from here, don't come here. Because this shit is not it. Like, and niggas do not wear masks out here. That's another topic. Like, stop being so fucking nasty. Wear a fucking mask, bro. The racism is very real out here. Very, very real. I got flicked off today by some white woman driving. Promise you she wouldn't try that shit in New York. All the Karens are very much out here. They're very much out here. They're very much active. And they're very like that. They are very like that. And you don't need that in your life. That's why I feel, for me... It was best that I got on today and I talked and I spoke and I kind of gave my peace and, and let it go because now I could just put my thoughts into the world. Y'all could listen to my thoughts, whether y'all fuck with it, whether y'all don't fuck with it. It's out there for y'all, you feel me? Um, but all is well that ends well, man. Um, I appreciate you guys locking in with me for the last bit, listening to me. Um, episode three here. We got quite a bit more coming down the line. Got some some dope people I will be working with. I'm excited to work with. Got some topics that I want to bring to you guys. Um, but I think that this was necessary because we covered anxiety. We covered why I dealt with anxiety and why I deal with it at work. Um, we covered a little bit of the basis of the military, honestly, the real military. We covered a little bit of the basis of you know. Um, you know, the symptoms of anxiety, physical symptoms, mental symptoms, things of that nature. We covered all of that. So if anything, if you if you take anything from this show, you know, take better care of yourself. The same way that I'm planning on doing so. Take better care of yourself. Drink more water. Um, work on skincare. Work on dieting. Work on something that brings you joy. You know, it don't got to be those things that I name. It could be something else. But work on shit that brings you joy. Work on things that actually make you happy. Because at the end of the day, you really all you got. You know what I mean? You were born alone, you finna die alone. So make sure that when you lay down at night, you're happy with what you're doing in life. And that's period, man. That's a fact. Make sure you're happy with what you're doing in life. Um, but y'all know my motto, man. Drink water, mind your business, take a shower, and do your thing, man. I holla at y'all, all right? Stay safe, stay blessed. Is to be responsible for what I do. I don't know how to be responsible for what every black male did. I don't know. I, yes, I am gonna say that I'm a thug. That's because I came from the gutter. And I'm...